episode of the Striped Sweater Podcast, where the best time to listen is all the time. I'm one half of your co-hosts, Zach May, and I'm here with my good buddy, Alexander Beardsley. How you doing, folks? Oh yeah, I didn't give myself a funny name, and that is because this is a Spongebob-less episode, to an extent. Yes. We're just going to talk about nonsense. Yeah. Um, on account of really, uh, this is, we're recording this only a few days before we're supposed to release our episode. In the past, we've done that and we've made it work. Uh, tonight, though, because we, we aren't on uh, a good schedule with each other anymore. You know, back when we started this podcast, we were both working a job that we had the weekends off and. We both work Monday through Friday. Now, I don't work Monday through Friday, and Zach still does, so it has made recording things uh, more difficult in general. Yeah, uh, and you, your work schedule is in the afternoon and evening. Right, yes. And, uh, right, so it's not totally easy um, all the time. And, uh, you know, uh, we're both just busy boys living our lives, so we Yeah, really I mean, this is... That's one reason. I feel like there's a few. I mean, I also think that we're really speeding through this season, and we're we have our eyes so close to the finish line. And I I'd like to just I don't know be able to enjoy it uh, more and just spread it out a little bit. Yeah. And uh, you know, we have other ideas for things like that that we'll mention, but this is just kind of that, and I'm extremely exhausted. Yeah, so there's not going to be a Spongebob episode this week. We do apologize to all those of you who only care about us talking about Spongebob. And we understand, because that is kind of our thing. <laughs> but we also um, hope that uh, that people who are regular listeners of our show uh, might want to listen to this just to, you know, learn a little bit more about us or, you know, what's been going on with us, some of our opinions on other things. Right. And... Uh, you know, we'll talk about the future of the show and really part of this, we want people to come back and say, Hey, you know, I kind of liked when you did this and, sure. uh, and give us some feedback because really too, when we did the football episode where we just watched football, uh, I, I got some good feedback on that, but the numbers were much lower. Right. So it's like, that might be a topic issue rather than quality of content but that you was know, we'd a, like to yeah we i just wanted to say we'd like to do things that are not spongebob but also that people will like just to kind of add some variety yeah i was just gonna say that uh monday night football episode res, was real weird because we were literally watching the game like live as we were recording and we would be talking about shit and then we'd be like just all of a sudden like oh no like look that just happened you know and it's like yeah, the, not super it easy. It doesn't translate to a podcast that well. <laughs> it doesn't sound good in theory, but the interesting part of that one, I think, was that the Lions got screwed again. You know, it's like always a thing with it the is, Lions. It is funny, yeah, how we do have us like watching them get screwed by the refs just live on a podcast forever. Yeah, it's um, terrible. Yeah, fuck the refs. So uh, I guess we're already starting on tangents. I'm just going to play off of that. And 
talk about the return of the Premier League, which is super exciting for me. I don't oh, know geez. if you've seen any. Oh, geez. They're playing soccer again, and oh, geez. there's no one in the stands. Ugh. Manchester United is back. It's it's good times for uh, sports people. You know, they just announced today that the MLB is going to happen still. I think it, I thought it said something about March. I don't really care about baseball, but I know you like the sport, but don't I like really baseball. Follow yeah, pros. I just like uh, yeah. It's not something I'm gonna I'm gonna watch, but I do I do like baseball a lot. It's 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 my favorite sport. Yeah, I'm just a big fan of baseball, rap music video mockumentaries. Yeah, um, <laughs> I listened to that album like this past like just a couple days ago. Uh, the untold story of the Bash Brothers. Yeah, or the unofficial. I think it's unofficial. Yeah, yeah. Bash Brothers experience or something. Yeah. Um. By the Lonely Island. Yeah, I listened to it and I, I was like, oh man, I need to watch this again. I only ever watched it like the two. I think I watched it once by myself and then once with you. Or maybe did we ever watch it together? I think we did. She said she wanna fuck me with my uniform on. She grabbed me by the bat, now it's going, going gone. I never finished sex cause I'm so juiced out. But she nutted three times and we bashed in a bounce. I remember the day that it came out and you like text you like text me that morning and you're like, The Lonely Island just released a, a new album. <laughs> it's and like, then I was that was in the shower in the morning, and then I was like at work or getting to work and I saw Oh shit! There's a whole video on Netflix of it too. Right, it just got better. Yeah, no, that was a good. That was a good day. I remember being just really happy that day. <laughs> yeah, and honestly, it's a funny fucking album. I also like that it's just Keeve and uh, Andy. That's like something funny about that. Just yeah. them two together, and Yorm only has like a couple lines, but he's like. He's that one guy who's like, eh, it happens. <laughs> I forget. <laughs> he, like, gets injured. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Uh, But, yeah, I've been listening to Lonely Island a bunch lately, so. Yeah, uh, me too. I told you that. I yeah. I don't know if that's what sparked no, it. Maybe. No, it wasn't. It was literally, like, I s- had just started listening to them again, like, that same time, like, right around that same time. It wasn't because you said anything. Um, but the whole pop star album is mostly what I've been listening to. And that's, it's just so good. That's the one I listened to the least, but it is really good. Uh, and I listened to it the other day. Uh, karate guy is still a big song for me. I love it. Yeah. It's a great one. It's just funny wordplay. Yeah. You now know, I'm in a cowboy like We're hat. hanging out, but not with a rope and we're chilling, but it doesn't have to be cold. And we're rolling, <laughs> but not on the ground in a car. Uh, and then he's in three cowboy hats. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like the only part of that song that's actually in the movie. Yeah. Right. <laughs> now I'm in three cowboy hats. <laughs> Yeehaw. Now I'm in three cowboy hats. Yeehaw. Yeah. Yeehaw. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, I, uh, so, yeah, I started dating a, a girl recently. I don't know, uh, if I've said that on the air, but I feel, uh, good about it. Good enough that I feel like I can say it and it's not going to like taint this pod podcast or age it or anything. 
Uh, no, we're all happy but for a, you. Anyway. Oh, thanks. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Uh, but yeah, no, she really doesn't know the Lonely Island very much. Just, uh, you know, a couple of the big ones. So I got to show her, like, Jack Sparrow. She had never seen that. and like. Oh, wow. I found out there's a video for We Need Love. I did not know that that had a video. That's the guy number two and guy number one uh, sequel from the I feel Whack like album. I've seen it. I knew yeah. I knew We Like Sports had a video, but I didn't know We Need Love had a video. And I was like, "What?" And we watched it together. I was like, "No way! I can't believe this has a video." I'm guy number one. I'll massage your back, <laughs> or if you prefer, I'll squeeze your rack. <laughs> and she didn't run away, so. Uh... That's a good sign. No, yeah, she was like, this is pretty amazing because they they play the whole, you know, they, like, don't smile at all during the whole video. That's, like, the gimmick with those characters. Right. So, like, she was like, wow, I wonder how hard it was to, like, say all that and not smile at all. I was like, these guys are pros. (laughs) Right. Luckily, they don't have to actually say it. You know, they just have to mouth it. But you still hear it, and I'm sure it's, I'm sure they have some bloopers, like a lot of them. I just love it, like. I'm a butt man, and I like boobs. <laughs> like, it's so funny. And we like you. Put them together, and yeah. we like you. <laughs> yeah. Very solid. Yeah, it's so good. Hey, what a great day for a swim. Yeah. Why are you wearing a shirt? Too many hickeys on my neck. Oh, the girl I was with last night scratched my back. So you've also been having sex. Yes. Yeah, so... You showed me Frank Zappa at some point talking about music. And one song from Joe's Garage that I've always loved is Lucille has messed my mind up. Oh, yeah. Familiar. Yeah. That's a really good song by itself. I yeah, that's what I like about that one is you could like just play it like anywhere at any time and people would like vibe to it. Yeah. I feel like you could make a two hour loop of it and it would. Oh, yeah. It would just flow. Yeah, no, it's a great song. He did really good, like, reggae jams. He was, I mean, I've, to- I've told you about this, but for the listeners at home, maybe don't know about Frank Zappa. I mean, an absolute musical genius. Uh, and way ahead of his time. Uh, I was, <laughs> it's funny, speaking of, yeah, uh, my girl again, I was, I was showing her the lyrics to the song stick it out i didn't show her yeah. the song but i was like this is one of my favorite songs and i know it's real weird but and i explained to her the premise of like a sex robot and all this stuff and i was like and this came out in like 1980 mind you like <laughs> you know it's yeah. like it, it's ahead of its time because all that shit is like real now too like sex robots and stuff and jizz on the sofa yeah yeah exactly uh <clears throat> It's really interesting stuff, but yeah. The song, the song Lucille, is that about LSD? Because I always kind of thought that myself. Uh, well, no, uh, it's not. But I, yeah, I've never been able to find anyone who said that online. It just seems like, you know, like it's messed my mind up, but I still love her. It, it fits to me as well. Well, Lucille is a character in the story of Joe's right? But also, um... He, uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe that was an idea, but Frank Zappa allegedly never did LSD. He yeah, never right. did even, he didn't even like smoking dope. Like, he yeah, was actively I, against it. 
Um, it even says that in the song, the titular song, Joe's Garage. It says, we didn't have no dope or LSD, just a couple of quarts of beer. <laughs> yeah, really good. Um, <laughs> so that song is so good and everything that uh, I named it this new dog that we have right now uh, after Lucille. Wait, what? You have a new dog? Yeah, so last week... Me and Angie, my girlfriend, were out to dinner with two of our friends, and we were on our way back, and we saw a dog in the road down this, like, two-way road. It's a divided road, but it's not, like, super busy. It's more residential. So we picked up the dog and spent, you know, some time looking for an owner over there and couldn't, so we went to the vet. Or the 24-7 animal hospital. And they read that she had a chip. So she had a collar, but no info. Uh, no hmm. tags, right? So, But she's got a chip. So, so she had a chip. Uh, and she gave us the info for it. And I looked it up, and I even called the company. And the chip is not registered. So there's no, you know, huh. it's useless, basically. That's interesting. Um, so we've had her here. She's an old dog. Uh, she has cataracts Aww. in one eye, and it's kind of bulgy a little bit. Uh, she's like a Maltese mix. You know, she looks like just like a Muppet, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. And uh, she's been here with us now for, I mean, almost a week. Uh, we're just trying to take care of her, get her to eat. You know, she's kind of coming around. She was very timid. But when we picked her up, she was very just docile just very chill um so how, what about the boys how, how are they taking it uh i mean really they they all just lay around all day you know that's just what dogs do at first it was there's a little bit of weirdness but now it seems like everybody's on you know they all kind of do their own thing finn likes to follow her around and you know try to just see what she's up to and get her to play maybe she's done a couple times and oh gohan he he just kind of stays away and pouts a little bit but he is for the kind most of part a, it's not too bad he is kind of a pouty old man isn't he yeah he he i don't think he ever wanted a brother let alone another dog here but we're not really a hundred percent sure what we should do with her because you know it is going to be extra care and we do have two dogs and not the biggest house but we, you know, we do have the means to take care of her. It's just hard. I think the best case scenario is a family comes forward, but it seems like the vet that we took her to as well also said that it seems like maybe she was just dropped off. Abandoned, yeah. And that that's a thing that happens much more frequently around this time. And it could be... You know, somebody's mom's dog who died of COVID and they couldn't do anything with it. But maybe shelters were down at the time. But to just let a dog out of a car and leave for her to basically for her to die, you know, that's awful. And I like to hope that she didn't have to go through that. Of course. That's terrible. Oh, so uh, we named her Lucille. That's really cute. After the Frank Zappa song. Yep. Oh, That's her oh, song. Nice. And we, we were like playing it at the 
family or the Father's Day barbecue yesterday. Yeah. Like, here's her song, everyone. <laughs> Introducing Lucille. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she doesn't bark either. We've heard her bark twice, and that's only when, like, one of us is leaving and the other dogs go insane. Ah, uh, yeah. She doesn't make noise, really. She snores sometimes. Aw, she's just a sweet little thing. Yeah. She's nice, too. She's not, like, mean at all. Right, yeah, she's lovely. Um, Aw. She's just very, like, timid, you know. She does lay under the bed sometimes, but Finn does that, too. It's just a nice, safe place, I guess. Right. Yeah, Tippy used to love laying under the bed, but my mom put an end to it. Because he would just lay down there all day long. It is worrying. I mean, it... Obviously, it's never happened, but what if the frame, like, gives out? I would be crushed, you know? Well, right. Well, I think, too, I think it maybe wasn't really good for him to be... Because he had to, like, really scrunch down. Like, there wasn't a lot of Finn room. Finn does that, too. Like it, So he, it's like... Yeah. It's probably bad for their, like, legs and back and stuff, I imagine. Yeah, I think the next one... You know, we do have stairs that lead up to the bed. That's how they get up there. But the next one, maybe we'll get... It, our bed frame even higher up <clears throat> to give them more room or yeah. we do it completely low so right yeah i guess we should say too that this is still we're kind of opened up and we're able to meet in person but this one is still online due to schedule right yeah um i know and i do uh I do want to utilize this new audio interface. I think it'll make uh, our stuff sound a lot crisper when the time comes. Uh, so I purchased this new audio interface and a new microphone, uh, not the one you're hearing me talk on right now, but uh, in order to get some of my music uh, uh, musical ideas off the ground um, and so they don't sound like complete shit because I tried to do it with the microphones we typically use but honestly I mean they're not good microphones they're $20 a piece uh, you get what you pay for they get the job yeah. done for the podcast but they're not going to be uh, churning out great uh, you know musical uh, what have you I don't know but um, no, so I yeah I bought this stuff and I mean it sounds really good I demoed two tracks this past week um and they are demos in the you know the the real sense of the word they're not really complete uh i didn't really mess around with them too much i didn't even really mix them that well so they don't sound super great but they are on my soundcloud which uh those of you who listen to the podcast could probably guess what my soundcloud name is it's my name for everything ashton waganda a-s-h-t-o-n-w-a-g-a or W-A-G-A-N-D-H-A. Oh, we're doing plugs already? Uh, well, I was just saying, because <laughs> I'm talking about it. If anyone wants to listen to my stuff and uh, give me uh, some feedback, I posted two songs in this past week. And like I said, they're demos. They're not meant to be a finished product. Uh, and they're not even close to a finished product. But it is very cool to put these songs together because I've written lots of songs in my life and 
the thing is you don't really know is this all going to sound good together like you you know that the melody and maybe the guitar part will sound good together because you can kind of sing and play at the same time a little bit i mean i'm not that great at it but i can kind of do it but uh you know and i'll write like bass lines for stuff and i'm like well i think this will sound good but yeah who, who knows i can't hear it all together uh, so yeah, both, both of the tracks I, I'm fairly proud of. Uh, so yeah, I'd, I'd recommend anyone who was interested to check it out again. I've Ash- never even seen it. Ashton Waganda. Yeah, no, I literally just did this the past week. Uh, so it's a very new adventure for me learning all the ins and outs of the software I'm using. Uh, I'm using Ableton, which is a bit complicated. Um, and there's still a lot for me to learn, but the process is, I, I, I see myself learning a lot, uh, just from one demo to the next. Like my first demo I did took like almost like maybe four hours in total. And it's only like a few tracks. And then the, the second one I did a few days later only took like two hours and there's a lot more going on in it. So it's like, you know, figuring out the workflow and, how it all works and what have you. Um, yeah, cool. I'm excited to listen. Hopefully uh, some of the listeners give it a listen as well. Yeah, I mean, I'd appreciate it. Um, but yeah, uh, I've got at least 10 tracks that I'm trying to put together and I, I would like to put an album out onto Spotify. I think that'd be really cool to do. Um, and there's some guys that I work with who do music and one of them released an album this year the other one released an ep they sound really good they're they're really like good guys they're good musicians the one guy is a great producer he produced the other guy's album and like did the masters and everything so it's good uh to have these resources and it's cool it's like a fun and in inspi- fun and inspiring thing and you know it's uh I feel I feel a lot better like putting my time into this than like I don't know not trying to bury it or anything but I feel a lot better using my my time off to do this than like you know just waiting to to wrestle again or to be going to these outdoor wrestling shows that have been occurring um because well a I, I don't feel like ready for that exactly yet I don't want to like be right up, you know, wrestling with a guy like, uh, you know, this virus is a still, still very real thing that, you know, they say like 70 to 80% of people are asymptomatic. It's like, and I could be one of them. I don't, I don't want to get it, nor do I want to spread it if I have it. So I don't yeah. know. I'm not really interested in doing the wrestling thing until this thing is fully figured out. I agree. And, uh, and we don't, you know, we don't depend on wrestling for anything other than, you know, maybe a shot at doing it on a bigger scale sometime and getting better. But really it's more of a, a hobby than a job. I mean, it's not, we're not going to be, you know, not able to live because we're not wrestling at this point. It's all it really is to me is like hanging out with a few of my bros and, you know, Maybe, you know, smoking a little herb. 
And that's kind of it. That's that's kind of the highlight of wrestling for me at this point in my career. But It's been like that for years. Yeah, I mean, it's really right. We've both kind of uh, our drive and our passion for the whole thing has definitely dwindled uh, over time. Uh, yeah, freaking my... Oh, yeah, I mean, it would have happened just... Uh, Last week was my four-year anniversary of starting wrestling school. Yep. Crazy to think. I've been doing shows for over four years. I met, so that means I met you like four years ago. Yep. A week ago or something. That's bonkers, dude. I mean, it seems like it's been that long, but it also doesn't. You know, time is a funny mistress like that. Yeah. It's wild. Quite. Um, but yeah, and I'm just going to say this just because it's up on my screen. I'm getting a targeted ad for an electronic drum kit. I'm really thinking about buying an electronic drum kit. Ooh, like, that'd be sweet. Because that's the issue I'm having with this stuff is I can't program beats the way that I want them to sound, but I, I can play them. Like I've always, I'm not a drummer, but I can drum and I know how to drum the way I like if that makes sense um Mm -hmm. so i'm thinking about doing that because it'll be i'll actually be able to just uh, you know have it go directly into the computer into the audio workstation as midi files and i won't have to like buy a whole new drum set and buy crazy microphones and shit just to get it to sound decent and um I'm not going to go super expensive, but I'm not going to go super cheap either. I'm going to go kind of middle of the road. So it actually sounds decent, you know, yeah. um, and isn't just a piece of junk. Cause you can buy one for like 200 bucks, but odds are that's not going to sound great. And it's probably not going to last very long if I had to guess. Yeah, no, that would be cool. Plus um, like dealing with noise, uh, what have you drum drum sets are super fucking loud you know acoustic drum sets so it's like this way you can just have your phones in or you can have a small speaker for jam sessions and it's not going to wake up the whole neighborhood yeah no that's cool um yeah i was gonna say something ball hairs Uh, no just that i guess it's cool that you're doing music and we're kind of branching out the What's all encompassed in the Striped Sweater Productions. Uh, I just wanted to say, if people... You know, I've been playing a lot of games, and I think we'll save the game talk until after uh, the Patreon thing, because there's been a lot going on with me and games, I guess. Yeah, I've Uh, got a little bit to talk about, too. Yeah, but, you know, if you'd like to watch us do things like, you know, Zach and Alex play this game and we record it on YouTube or we Twitch stream stuff. I just want someone to let us know because it would, it it would be fun. And I think it it would be interesting to some people, but it's really hard to, to stream to nobody. Right. You know, because a lot of times I just want to relax and chill. And I feel that, you know, if I'm just sitting there chilling, playing a game and somebody does come in then it's like, oh, this guy's, like, pausing every once in a while, and he's, you know, not saying anything or whatever. But, you know, if people actually were interested, we could put on actual shows as another media uh, medium. 
for entertainment. Yeah. Um, we should also make like <clears throat> a shitty movie. That would be funny. A shitty movie? I would like that a lot. Yeah. Well, we've talked about doing skits and stuff before too, but you know, this whole quarantine kind of has put a damper on some things like that. Yes. <clears throat> oh, and then talking about other media outlets, I just wanted to say that my game right now, you know, the Double O Quest, uh, the GoldenEye recreation uh, on the Oculus Quest is going pretty well. We've been in a few, uh, like, VR YouTube reviews. People that are like, hey, here's what's going on with the VR gaming stuff. And, uh, you know, I talked about Mark Zuckerberg talking about us. And now we set up a Patreon, too, and we have, you know, a decent amount of people. More people actually paying for that than this. But it's kind of a whole different, you know, that's... Totally. It's a way it's a different... different uh, thing. Yeah. Um, so that's exciting. You know, soon we'll probably have a beta. Enemies are doing pretty well. The The level is... The first level is done, essentially. It's going pretty well. That's awesome, dude. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I'm excited for you for that. I mean, it's really cool. That could be, that could be like, a, a good, uh, I don't know, starting off point for you to be doing more projects like that and and things in the future, you know? I mean, yeah. I know, I know you, you like real comfortable with your job and stuff, but I just mean, you know, no, it would be a lot better if I could, spend I'm sure my you, time programming for stuff. That's not cars. Right. Yeah. Stuff that, and yeah, like, you know, you can put your heart and soul into a lot more. Um, that's what it's all about. You know, that's, that's why we do these, these things. It's, it's about heart and soul. And that's part of. Uh, I feel like what is missing from, uh, you know, wrestling uh, for me and probably you, you know, it's like, I, mm-hmm. you, I can't really feel, I don't feel like I can put my heart and soul into it as much anymore. And it's yeah. just, it's whatever. But, um, but yeah. So did you want to do the Patreon plug now then, since we are talking about Patreon? Yeah. You said that's what it's all about. And it just reminded me that you know, some people think that the Hokey Pokey is about the dance of the Hokey Pokey, but it's not. It's about turning yourself around. Yeah, that's what it's all about. <laughs> is that what you're going to say? Yeah, that was it. That oh, was okay. It. Okay. Uh, and you can turn your life around right now by going to our <laughs> with, Patreon. <laughs> with smart investing in us. Right, right. <laughs> Exactly. When we uh, take off and you guys are on the very top of our supporters list, our OG day ones. Right. It's going to mean a lot. Right. Just right. like ample. When when we're household names and you're like, yeah, I was like the third, the fourth person to ever donate to their Patreon. It's not a big deal at all. Uh, that could be you today. Um <laughs> Patreon.com slash Stripe Sweater. Uh, we do a gimmick where for $3 a month, we will give you a personal shout out on each and every episode of our show. And it's very exciting. And I'm sorry to our newest uh, patron that it wasn't on a fun SpongeBob episode, but we'll, we're still going to shout you out this time and every time as long as you're a patron. 
Uh, so we've got three. Uh, and of course, you can give us $1 a month if you want and be an honorary town rookie. But why would you do that when you can give us $3 a month, get that sweet shout out, and um, also be an official goofy goober of our podcast? We've got three of those to talk about this week. Those of you who have been listening for a while know we usually only have two. So who is this mystical third person? Well, I'm going to tell you. Or Zach will tell you. Uh, yes. This week so, we still have the OG boys. We have uh, one of my best friends in the whole world, Jordan Lang. We have um, a longtime fan of the show and cool dude from what we've said and someone that you know, maybe he'll be on an episode sometime, or we'll have more in-depth talks. It's Jacob Borth. But also, we have our new person that you alluded to, who goes by the name of Cassie Jules. And that's Cassie with just an I, no E or anything. Um, so we're to assume that perhaps... Uh, this person is a female, uh, but we don't really want to say anything for sure. But, you know, it'll be obviously easier to talk about our beloved fans if we know who they are. So we are going to send a message pretty much right after this and uh, get to know a little bit more about our newest patron. And we thank you guys for continuing to support us. Yeah, and to our newest patron, Cassie, if you are a boy or someone who prefers the pronoun they please let us know so we don't goof it up or yeah well we'll be in contact sh- soon enough but yeah i just want to say pronouns are important pal yeah we want everyone to feel comfortable yeah and i couldn't imagine if i was paying somebody to shout me out and support them and they like didn't care enough to know anything it's like actually i'm a unisex gerbil or something, and they have no idea. <laughs> a a uh, yeah, non-binary gerbil. Yeah. Like, how dare you guys? I'm not a yeah. I'm not a human woman. How dare you assume that? Yeah. So, uh, where where do people go to find our Patreon? Uh, they can go to Patreon.com/slash/striped/sweater. Cool. Uh, All right. So- yeah, we're we're about halfway done. I would say I don't want to do too much more than an hour because I think halfway some, there. <laughs> some people might not like it. We're not like Joe Rogan where we're giving expert analysis on stuff. <laughs> we're just kind of dudes being dudes. <laughs> yeah, bros being bros. Yeah. Oh, uh, but yeah. yeah, we can dedicate this part at least some of it to gaming because there's a lot going on i feel like sure um so i guess maybe you can say your your piece after because i feel like you have a lot more to say than me i just uh, have a lot of different things but yes so yeah i haven't actually played my switch in i don't know maybe a week oh man my animal crossing town is probably full of weeds uh i did get a new villager named uh sterling He's like a, I don't know, he's yeah, not like... Yeah, I think like you a, talked about him last time. I might have. He's like a knight. He has like a knight's helmet and a knight's 
outfit and he is a blue eagle type bird maybe he's i don't know if they have different a penguin well he's not a penguin (laughs) but but i know they have different birds i just mean i don't know if he's like a falcon or like a condor or something he looks like the eagles though um but he wears this helmet so you can't really see a lot of his head it's just his beak and his eyes but he's pretty cool haven't played in a week though so who knows what's going on there i don't but um I did. I finally bought the game Windjammers because it was on sale. Which did we talk about this on the podcast? We did. We did. Okay. Way yeah. I, I we're ready. Couldn't down remember to Windjammers too. <laughs> I couldn't. Re- I couldn't remember if I talked about this on the podcast or if we just talked about it. Couldn't. Yeah. Remember. No. We talked about playing against the computer and that being yeah. much different. But I also sent you that Windjammers two as a demo on Steam, and I have just been too lazy to plug my controller into the computer to play it, but that's pretty exciting uh, because yeah, obviously it's, cool. it's, it's a remake from a game that's super old, but still, you know, very uh, mechanically sound. That's the best part of it. It's just the gameplay. It's not story or anything. It's just a solid, fun game. Yeah, absolutely. Windjammers is cool. So then I definitely talked about Pac-Man Championship Edition. No yep. need to talk about that again. <laughs> So I guess need the, to bring the, it up. I guess the only thing I need to really say involving video games is I was watching a YouTube video the other day uh, from a YouTuber I've been a fan of for a good, geez, five, six years now, I suppose. I watched almost every one of his videos. I guess not really anymore, but for a good few years, I watched every one of his uploads. Uh, Gerard, the completionist. Um, and he's a a big time YouTuber. Uh, he completes video games. He's completed one game a week for like the past eight years or something, which is obscene. And some of them are not that crazy to complete, but a lot of them are like, he's done Skyrim and you know, shit that is like just stupid to complete and nobody should ever do it basically. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, I was watching a video from him and it was top 10 licensed games. And I, I think it was in honor of the soon to be released, uh, SpongeBob battle, battle for, for bikini, bikini bottom, bottom remake. Yeah, yeah. Which should, I believe drops tomorrow. Is it already? I've been waiting. I, I'm pretty sure like- I yeah. looked it up recently. I think it said June 23rd. Yeah, um, we've mentioned it that I have never played the original, except maybe I rented it, but if I did, I have no recollection, really. So, yeah, I'm stoked for it because uh, my girl is a fan of the game, too, and she didn't even hear about the remake till I brought it up, and I was like, oh, yeah, and it's, like, coming out, like, in a few weeks. And she was like, what? And I was like, yeah. Uh but yeah, uh, oh, it releases on June twenty third. Look at that! I think uh, yeah, I don't know. I assume it'll be available for uh, digital, but I don't know. That might be yeah. one I get a physical copy of. It's only uh, going to be thirty dollars, I think. Mm-hmm. So that's like awesome too, because they could easily try to charge sixty for it, and there would still be people who play it or buy it, yeah. but. I think I'm going to go ahead and, and uh, 
just say they made the right call only charging 30 for it yeah it's very sweet it's a it's a good price point and it's affordable for more people um because yeah you know they wouldn't sell nearly as many copies if they released it at 60 right especially Um, games for kids you know games that are centered or like targeted at kids it's like if you make them cheaper they'll buy it Totally. And from what I remember of the game, and I did play through a few levels of it last year when it was first announced, it's not a super complicated game. It's fairly, fairly basic when it comes to 3D platformers. Not that it's not very fun and the mechanics aren't great, but it's not like, you know, you're not going to be like dying over and over and like have to try and figure out like these complicated levels like... Yeah, I, I saw I saw some footage of it recently because I get ads for it and stuff. But uh, it seemed just like I mean it's it's a game to me. I mean I look at games much different than other people, but uh, I feel like it's just I can see exactly how it was programmed, and it's like it's an early game. It's like a basic platformer, but there's like a lot of different things you can do in it it's not all the same thing over and over right that's right. what makes it fun and you do get to play as the different characters and they have different abilities and things a la uh dk64 or like banjo kazooie where you can ha- you have to or more so banjo tooie where there's different scenarios for different uh like versions of the characters where you can split up and only this character can do that and only that character can do that kind of thing yeah um, yeah that's cool i'm looking so forward yeah to it. no no i'm excited to play it totally um especially because the original game's graphics have not aged well at all it's pretty it, it does not look good in my opinion right. uh <laughs> But yeah, uh, I wonder if they did new like voiceovers for it and stuff. I imagine they did. Uh, so that'll be right, cool for too. The audio quality, it would be right much worse in the past. That'd be hilarious if they just didn't. They just use the old like fi- like uh, audio files, maybe, and it just maybe, sounds like shit. <laughs> maybe that's why it's thirty bucks. Could be, <laughs> but um. Anyway, the reason I brought it up was back to uh, Gerard, the completionist. He was doing this video top 10 licensed games and then he did uh because a lot of a lot of times when people do like a top 10 or whatever for video games they'll be like only one game for per franchise or one game right. per whatever so he was like yeah so i i'm gonna uh do a simpsons game but he decided uh he chose the simpsons arcade game which solid choice definitely yeah um, but yeah, he showed footage of Simpsons road rage and hit and run and me seeing the road rage footage. I was like, Oh my God, I used to play the shit out of that game. Yeah. And like I played hit and run too, but I never owned it. I owned road rage. So I played road rage a lot. And so I just downloaded an emulator of it for GameCube and nice. played that for a few hours randomly on whatever day that was saturday i think i was like oh shit i really want to play that you enjoyed it (laughs) yeah no it was good um it is a little bit slowly paced i guess they kind of padded it out uh 
so you wouldn't like beat it all in one day. But like I couldn't even I played the game for like two hours and I couldn't even unlock the second level because uh, oh, you because nice. it's like a system of you have to earn a certain amount of money before it unlocks. Yeah. So, like, I unlocked a bunch of new characters, but I was just playing on the same level over and over. And that was a little bit annoying, but it's, like, for the time period, I, I, I understand why they did it, I guess. Honestly, um, how lucky for them that they found, they were like, hey, I like this game, Crazy Taxi. Let's right. just put Simpsons on it. And it, everyone loved it. And, I mean, it was, you know, it was, like, essentially... Now that everyone does battle royales, it was like, oh well, they have a crazy taxi style game, and because there were a couple of them like that at the time. Wait, you're saying the battle royale has? I'm saying crazy that's what it is stuff? now. Oh, like right yeah, now, yeah, yeah. everyone's like, oh, you know, they're even saying the new Halo might have battle royale. Yeah, right. I know that's funny how that's like the thing now. Um, PUBG. Yeah. Well. Technically, PUBG didn't start it, but they were one of right. the big, the big ones. Right. Um, it was I know Minecraft. Like... Uh, what what is it? Some sort of Minecraft battle royale, like Hunger Games type thing. I think was the the first one that people remember. I don't know about that. Yeah. Um, but. Shoot, what was I going to say? Um, yeah, oh, okay, yeah, 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 right. Uh, speaking of Crazy Taxi, that's a game that really... I, I also had that for PlayStation 2. So I had Crazy Taxi and Simpsons Road Rage, so that was fun. I'm pretty sure they were both, like, bargain bin games. That's why I had them. Uh, but that game really actually shaped my life in a weird kind of way because that game has uh, a few songs by the offspring in it. And that was the first time I had heard those songs. Uh, mm -hmm. Like I'd heard some songs by the offspring, but not like the, the cool ones that they had. Um, right. And that I remember like looking that up on probably Kazaa at the time, which was like LimeWire before LimeWire. Uh, I always called it Kaza, but it, I think Kaza is a, more accurate. There was two A's on the end, so mm -hmm. I guess either way. But I don't know. That was my, my sister was the one who had it. That was the only way. I never would have known about it if my sister didn't, you know, download it and do all that. Yeah. And but I remember... It was funny that there were those, because it was like Napster got shut down, and it was like, well, there's like a bunch of other ones, Right, that was one that was decent. That was the big one for a while. I remember there was another one we had briefly called Grokster, yep. and uh, I don't remember the rest, but then LimeWire came along, and that was like king for years. Yeah, until Pirate uh, Bay, pretty much. Right. And... Uh, yeah, anyway, allegedly. I just remember looking that... Yeah, allegedly. <laughs> uh, I remember looking that up, uh, like, Crazy Taxi song, you know, something like that. And, right. like, that's, that's like, what I knew it as. Because that, that one song, All I Want by The Offspring, is, like, the theme of Crazy Taxi. It plays every time you boot up the game and... Yeah. 
it's like I imagine so I mean it is like the song that plays when the demo reel is playing yeah but did you play it on Dreamcast no I had it on PS2 I never owned a Dreamcast still don't yeah we can't all be cool like you Zach it was cool I liked it yeah uh yeah, I remember my sister really liked Crazy Taxi. I think she actually got it for, like, Christmas or something. But she never really played video games nearly as much as I did. So I ended up playing it a lot more than she ever did, I'm sure. Yeah. But yeah, Simpsons Road Rage, bro. And then I'm thinking to myself, man, I did... I remember I played through and I beat Simpsons Hit and Run, but I only rented it. I never owned it. So, like... Yeah, I never. It's been either. probably like 15 years since I touched that game, and it's like that one is cool because you can actually get out of your car, and it's got more like of an open world thing going on. Yeah. And at the time, that was like fucking sweet because I don't know, it just nothing like that had existed in the Simpsons universe, and uh, it was really exciting for me as a lad. But I never owned it, so that's another one. I I, I do want to play through. I would like to just play through and like beat everything for Road Rage just because that game has a special place in my heart, but I'm definitely going to play Hit and Run after. Yeah, it'd be funny if some people uh, had never heard of these games until we just talked about them because they were it big. could be, yeah. I mean, some of the youngsters listening. Yeah. Um, that's cool. So I, I'll just try to lightning round my topics uh so wind jammers right yeah there's a steam game festival i think it might even be over now or very soon where it's like all these developers are on there playing their games and letting people talk to them uh a lot of new demos came out for them and it's cool uh wind jammers 2 is that's how that's out um so i gotta play that uh i also played a game on there called Fights in tight spaces, oh, which boy. is pretty cool because I am into roguelike deck building games for sure, uh, a la Slay the Spire, um, which is kind of a niche type of game. Do you know what that is? A what type of game? Roguelike deck building. Oh, yeah. A PC roguelike. I mean, it doesn't have to be PC, but... That's where they started. So that yeah. that's, so, that's where what people call them typically. Right. It's like the game Rogue, right? Where basically the enemies and rooms and everything and pickups are all randomly generated. So mm-hmm. in that one, the, what that is is like a deck builder. So you have like a certain number of cards and you draw them every time. That's how the randomness is. And then the enemies like try to fight you in that. And you have to use things that are like dodge or like punch and like move around them and hit them into each other. Uh, that game was pretty sweet. But I've really been playing Monster Train, which is a Steam roguelike deck builder that just came out recently. Uh, and that game is really cool. Uh, I would definitely play that if like on a stream sometime. But I guess it's hard to understand what it's like. But basically, you just build your deck with these cards and fight, you know, certain monsters and 
whatever from hell. Uh, it's just cool because the whole part of the game that's good about roguelikes is it's a unique thing. Like, you'll remember, oh, this one run, I was so overpowered because I had this combination. And it's the same for other roguelike games like Binding of Isaac and Streets of Rogue and things like that. Mm-hmm. Do you have much familiarity playing roguelike games? I can't say that I've ever played one. But I have listened to podcasts where guys talk about them for hours. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's cool. Yeah, I and, mean, I suppose. And this Hint. one isn't quite an hour, but... <laughs> of talking about it. But we are. Yeah, well, not even close, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean... It sounds cool. Yeah, I I'll, I'll have to show you sometime just what it looks like. I was playing it while I was waiting for you. Um, yeah, that that's cool. Uh, I've been playing The Last of Us 2. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're a PS4 owner. Yeah, so in my PS4, I bought off my cousin, and his is like basically launch. And Oh, you, so it's trash? When you play it, it is very loud. It sounds like a <laughs> rocket taking off. Wow. Uh, so that's a little annoying, but uh, the game is great. We, So I'd played it on PS3, the first one, and then uh, when I got the PS4, my cousin gave me the remastered, and I played through some, and Angie would watch me play, because uh, it's really like a movie. Yeah, you right. Know? It's a cinematic experience. I played the first one. Uh, okay. At my uh, old house, my roommate had it, uh, and yeah, I had never had a PS3. I do own one of my own now. I I own a launch PS3 that can play any PlayStation game. That's why I bought it, specifically. Um, But any PlayStation game before PS3, or PS3 and and back, obviously, not PS4 games. So mm-hmm. I do not own a PS4. I can't play Last of Us 2. But um, I, yeah, I remember I played through uh, the entire game in w- one sitting. <laughs> That's <laughs> Which is insane like, because it's yeah. very long. Yeah, no, I stayed up all night and like literally like he was like leaving for work and he was like, oh, like you're playing The Last of Us? And I was like, yeah, for like the past like nine hours. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, so, I don't know. Huh. I it was during a a different time in my life where I was yeah. younger and just less uh, worried about sleep and things. I guess no, and you had a lot of free time. Like I, I feel that. Um, yeah. But so she had seen me play through some of it, but I was like, oh, uh, you know, maybe I'll finish playing through this. And I remember I was playing. I was like, this is gonna. And I keep, I hear that I'm saying like a lot, and I apologize. Uh, but basically I figured that it would take me a long time to replay that and I wanted to play the new one. So we watched like a couple hours of just the cinematics and like story online cause you can find that and we watched that and then I've been playing the new one and it's, uh, really solid. She's yeah. enjoying it a lot as well as someone who doesn't play many games uh, right. at all, but she's liking it too. Yeah. Um, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, there's a guy I work with who's 
been upset like so excited for this game to come out and then you know they, it kept getting delayed and uh he like he cyberpunk was, got delayed again yeah well he was to just it was just funny because like i would talk to him he doesn't work he only works like three or three or four days a week so i don't see him all that often but i'd always ask him like yeah so like how's that game and he'd be like it got delayed again and i'm just like oh <laughs> that sucks <laughs> Uh, like well that's the only thing we talk about together so I'll yeah that's next time. that's our thing yeah yeah um no he's just a big gamer in general just uh, plays a lot of games yeah. uh so i also uh with whoa. the ps yeah with the ps4 thing uh i started game sharing with trevor because we do on xbox so now i have Spider-Man and God of War that I can finally play. And Spider-Man I've been playing is really good as well. I know everyone said that it is, but the mechanics and the, you know, just even flying through, zipping with webs is fun. And I love Spider-Man because he's... I do want to play that game, yeah. He's essentially Cell Saga Gohan. He's like, I'm badass and I didn't ask for this, but if you push me, I will fucking kill you. You know, that's who Spider-Man as a character is, to an extent, right? And Gohan? Yeah. Um, sure. I yeah. mean, it's fair to say. Um, uh, that. Speaking of that, though, that game was on the uh, that list, too. The oh, top nice. licensed games. Yeah. Uh, I figure GoldenEye would be on that list, right? Goldeneye was number one, yeah. Yeah. Um, let me think. Uh, hmm. I'm sure I'm just not thinking of a lot of them. Cause, but they used to make good games. Like, I don't know if it'd be on that list, but Lion King, Super Nintendo, or Toy Story. Or t- actually, Toy Story 2. Was that on there? No, but I don't think it was. But yeah, no, Toy Story 2 was great for uh, N64 and PS1. That was a great game. No, I know. They used to actually, like, care. Like, they used to give licenses to, like, good developers and be like, yeah, have fun with this. Yeah. You know? Do you remember some of the other ones on the list? Um, well, I told you Simpsons Arcade, uh... Um, yeah, GoldenEye was number one. Uh, shit. I really can't now that I'm thinking of it. Oh, well, it's, man. it's no issue. I was just wondering. Um, let's see. For games as well, I feel like there was more. Oh, yeah, they just announced a new, <clears throat> a new Smash character. The next one that'll be released. Oh, yeah, from ARMS, right? Yeah, she looks very interesting. She has some very, like, very ranged attacks, um, which is pretty solid. Yeah. She's got springy arms. Right. I know. I never got around to playing arms. I I was really interested in it when it came out. And it had, like, a kind of... It seemed like it had, like, a good following behind it at first. And people... It was... I don't know if it was at Evo or it was going to be at Evo... But then it, like, got dropped, and nobody, everyone stopped playing it, and it's like, oh, that sucks. 
Yeah. I'm sure they'll release ARMS 2 and it'll be like 10 times better because that just seems to be the way things go nowadays. Yeah, for sure. It was kind of launch-ish, right? Right. Um, and like a new IP that nobody knows about and... Yeah, you know. exactly. No one had the console. Right. And they were just kind of figuring out what to do with mechanics on the Switch. And Although it's a Odyssey 60, is solid in Breath of right. the Wild. Right, and it's but. like a $60 game. But right, people are going to buy Zelda and Mario and Zelda way before they buy ARMS. On both consoles. Well, yeah, it was designed for the Wii U, actually. Right. Um so that's, I don't know. That's a sequel I'm excited for. I'm sure that'll be probably another year or so. But yeah, no, that'll be sick. That'll be dope. I know, man. That game is so good. Did you see? Did you watch the, uh, the reveal of the Smash character? Probably not. I did not. No. I so just I saw watched it. it. Mention. Um, and uh, Sakurai, the guy who, you know, made the made everything that's good. Uh, no, he was working from home, you know, so his video showed his setup, and he just had two giant, you know, they had to be like 60-inch at least, 65-inch monitors next to each other, all current consoles on the bottom of it, and he's like, yeah, I like to watch TV sometimes when I play games, so here's my setup. And also, there in the reveal, there was like Captain Falcon was eating ramen uh, with uh- Kirby, and he mentioned that the voice of uh, Captain Ginyu in these games is the same voice of Vegeta in the Japanese dub. Huh. So the, they have the same Japanese voice actor. Oh, okay. Vegeta and Captain Falcon. Pretty sick. Oh, okay. You said Captain Ginyu a second ago. Uh, did I? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm pretty sure. I was like... I was like, wait a second, what are we talking about here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Captain Falcon. Got it. Yep. Cool. Oh, which reminds me too, I saw this thing that I never thought about with Star Wars. Uh it's just a meme where basically Han is like, Hey, this thing's a Millennium Falcon and Luke goes, What's a Falcon? He goes, I have no fucking idea. <laughs> Cause it's an it's an Earth animal, you know, and it's like Right. Uh, what do you? How do you know what a falcon is? <laughs> right. <laughs> Just um, passed down through generations, I guess. Right, into different planets. Well, this was a long time ago, actually. So, who knows if falcons even existed? Well, they'd right. have to if they named it. I don't know. But, or maybe uh, it, it. Maybe it just means a completely different word. Maybe it means, like, cool spaceship. And maybe that's where Falcons get their name, is from yeah. the spaceship. Or maybe they just didn't think about it too much. <laughs> they definitely didn't think that deep into it. Right. It is a cool name, though. Hell um, yeah. So, I'd say that's enough for, for that, too. Uh, the gaming slash second portion. Before we close it up, is there anything else that you wanted to mention? Oh, actually, um, I remembered one thing. I just wanted to say, uh, if you've made it this far, uh, the whole reason, too, that I'm very exhausted is that my Father's Day barbecue I threw for my family ended with, uh, like, five police officers at my house. for Nothing for me or for anything. It was just a situation that happened to resolve at my house. Um, 
and that was a lot to deal with. It was uh, quite the Father's Day surprise. Yes, quite a surprise indeed. But yeah, anything else? I can't think of anything. Uh, Happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Uh, and uh, that's our yeah. that's our target audience as dads. I do feel like I just want to say like apologies to those who were like excited for this week's episode, which would have been I had an accident and Krabby Land. Uh, you'll you're just gonna have to wait another week. Sorry, y'all. Oh, it it's was just... Krabby Land. Oh, I forgot that was the other one. I was trying to think of it, but that's awesome. Hell yeah. Yeah, so we will be back into SpongeBob. Uh, And then the last thing I kind of mentioned is that every now and then I would like to do where we maybe do set it up a week in advance and do a thing where we pick, we each pick an episode from a show, like take turns. And the first one that I wanted to do, for instance, uh, is the Billy Madison episode of My Life as a Teenage Robot. As right. meaning the one where she has to go back to school uh, as a teenager, you know, but in kindergarten. Um, that one, I think, is good. Uh, I think it would be cool just like, hey, here's just a random episode of one. People, if you've never seen it, listen, if you have seen it, re- you know, remember, because I don't think we would do anything too popular. You know, I would think uh, like a Rugrats episode, maybe some cow and chicken Courage, the Cowardly Dog. Those are ones that I would pick. And then, you you know, you could pick anything that you want as well. Did you have any in mind? Well, uh, I don't know. Did you say Rugrats? Yes. Okay, yeah. So that's one I would be into. I think it would be fun to do... Um, I have a good Hey Arnold episode in mind, too. I think it'd be fun to do even more like weird stuff uh, like, I don't know, like, yeah, like Dexter's Lab or Powerpuff Girls or Johnny Bravo would be fun. Stuff from when we were kids. Uh, yeah. It'd be cool to do a ro- an actual episode of Rocco um, on account of all the ties it has to SpongeBob uh, production wise. Oh, same with uh, the Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. Yeah, potentially. I never, really, I never really watched that one. Oh, that well, much, then but. maybe... You know, maybe you'll see it from the opposite eye. You know, I knew of that show, and then, I mean, you know of the show, but I mean, yeah, just the C H. I, I remember Greenblatt. watching it. I just didn't care for it that much. I remember when it debuted. I was excited for it. That because it debuted along. It was like half of two new cartoons. It was Evil Con Carne and yep. the, the Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. I liked and Evil, it. Evil Con Carne uh, didn't make the cut, but. Billy and Mandy continued. There was a really good Evil Con Carne uh, Cartoon Network website game. I believe it. Yeah. It was very solid. There was a lot of fun, like, Flash games first. I remember there was a fun DBZ one I liked. I did, too. The one where you had to, like... Well, there were two DBZ games, actually. One of them was there were basically four quadrants and you would like have to move and aim into a quadrant. It was basically guessing. Right. Right. Yep. That's the one I I'm thinking of. Yeah. Uh, but I liked it. No, I did uh, too. 
And then, uh, yeah, there were those fun, like, summer vacation video games or, or, or whatever. Uh, those were so good. They were, like, yeah. mysteries. They were, like, RPGs, kind of, yeah. Well, uh, they were just, they were just, like, yeah. uh, but they were RPGs in the way that you moved around, I right, guess. Right, not is in what the way that you level up. You didn't level up or anything, right? Yeah. I like that. There were different episodes and all that, and it was easy to make for them, I'm sure. They didn't yeah, use voices. Right. They didn't, and it was, you know, even have to change the art. And it was just cool, too, because it was like all the characters were in a game together. It, like, they all lived in the same universe in this in this, in this world scenario. Yeah, that's why I liked right. uh tight or shit, not Titanfall. What was the one called? Uh Fusion Fall? Do you know what I'm talking about? Know. There was a Cartoon Network RPG. I could talk about RPGs all day, but no, it's not Oh, no, that is it. Fusion Fall. If you look it up uh like number 2 as an adult was one of the like starting people you would meet from Kids Next Door. No, that game was really cool. But uh, yeah, so next week we will do SpongeBob again. And sometime soon, hopefully, we'll talk with Becky again on her follow-up because she went to Washington, D.C. And I haven't even talked to her too much about her experience, but I hear that it was one. So... Sure. Look out for SpongeBob. Look out for that. And, you know, other cartoons in the future. And with that, I think it's time to give our plugs. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. I'm Alex Beardsley. You can find me on the internet at Ashton Waganda, A-S-H-T-O-N-W-A-G-A-N-D-H-A. Check out my SoundCloud for those two demos I put out this past week. There will probably be a new demo, hopefully in the next couple days. And, uh, yeah, and uh, let me know what you think. I mean, I know, like I said, they're demos, so it's not finished product, but I think they're pretty good for what they are. I mean, I'm proud of them, I guess. Good. I'm sure I will be, too, of you and it. I'm Zach Main, totally rad underscore Zach. Uh, on Twitch, I'm mystified, M-I-S-T-A-F-Y-E-D. Um, follow us on Facebook, I guess, uh, or like us, I guess, whatever it is. Um, check out the XFL videos on YouTube. Send us a message on Facebook or at Productions at gmail.com. And... That's all, folks. You don't think we're going to get copyright striked for that, do you? <laughs> nah. Using the term. I, I don't know. That's all, I folks. Imagine, no, I, I'm, I'm just kidding. I imagine... Yeah, no, but I, I even thinking about it, I imagine that can't be uh, copywritten. Any, well, I guess it could be. I guess they could just renew it. Yeah. There was a joke in Into the Spider-Verse where Spider-Ham says that's all, folks, and they're like, is he allowed to say that, like, legally? Yeah. Yeah, good little joke. And with that, good morrow. Yeah, good morrow. Good Gucci.
big, thick Gucci. Thick. Nice and thick. It's like a gold dick, all, or it's like a gold brick, all shiny and thick. It's like a gold dick. I'm starting to suspect that these dudes are gay. It's none of my business. They're just born this way. I mean, how many times is you gonna mention your homie's dick? And still try to act like the song is for chicks. So woman be warned. Before you hop under the covers. They might be fucking you, but they'll be thinking about each other. The compliments, bitch. It's big, scary, and pink. So's Patrick's belly button, but I ain't afraid of that neither. <laughs> 